Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. <laughs> I live a model life now. I'm ready to be a top wife. Hi, Brendan. Hey, Dan. It feels like the longest week ever. I know we talked about so many things that have transpired over the past week that feel like it could have happened last year if you wanted to lie to me. Well, it was like a perfect storm of like we had big life events with our friends. We had a big life event happen in the United States of America, and then we had a couple big life events happen on Bravo. Yeah. So... So it's the trifecta. Yeah. I slept for 14 hours last night. Beautiful. Because I was so tired from the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's let's just talk about... Okay, so we went on a wine tour Mm -hmm. on Saturday. That was, like, so fun. In the vineyards of Long Island... Uh, idea, <clears throat> birthday party idea courtesy of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stop tap, pat, tap, tapping, patting yourself on the back. No, well, actually, Jamie Missy, whose birthday it was, mm-hmm. was the one who was giving me credit where credit was due. Yes. Uh, so you get in one of these, like, stretched limos. Yeah. We had an SUV, which I was grateful for. Uh, ten of us. Yeah. It was a ride of our lives. We didn't know if we were going to make it. Mm-hmm. Honey Mustard Girl was pouring drinks. While pouring drinks, she's flying across the limo because the guy's like stopping short. Well, yeah, we we were we started drinking at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, we went to three different... Vi- we, we started drinking in the car at 10 a.m. vodka. We went to three different vineyards. But it was like a mimosa vodka. It's called a screwdriver. But with a, with a, a little spritz too? Yeah, it's a little spritz of... Uh, sure, sure. Of seltzer. Seltzer. So it just was like, it was a really, really fun, pretty affordable day. Yeah. Regardless. I mean, like, it was like, you wouldn't usually spend that much on a day, like yeah. a regular day. But in, considering your transportation, cons- yeah. considering munchkins, considering uh, the wines, the good times, mm-hmm. the uh, gluten free chicken salad. I had a prosciutto sandwich. Yeah. It was a little windy. Fun time had by all. 
uh, and then like you get back at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then you're just gearing up for election week. So yeah, it was also election week um, here in the United States of America. Yeah, for our international fans. The midterms. Uh, not feeling as great as we could be feeling at this mm. moment, but feeling better than Pretty expected good. in a lot of ways. Yeah, sure. Um, which is great, but that's not what this is all about. This is about you guys. Yeah, and uh, a lot of our listeners did heed the call <laughs> and reported to our Facebook group and showed proof that they went out and voted. So they're safe for now. Yeah, you're safe for now. Um, the rest <laughs> of you get into the Facebook group and find a sticker. Find a sticker, like a dirty, tattered sticker laying on the floor right now. Otherwise... <laughs> uh, and luckily, Tinsley Mortimer found her sticker. She, she found a polling place. And apparently, she traveled to go vote. And not just traveled like I did down the block. She traveled to Palm Beach. Oh, yeah. We had uh, reporters informing us that she was down in Florida to vote. Uh, seemingly, some people allege there was a bottle of champagne in her purse while she was voting. Yeah. Uh, looking great, fresh blowout. Even her Instagram caption said that she went to Palm Beach to vote, though. Yeah, yeah, Like, we're not just making that up. I think she actually did. But that's actually, I mean, that's great in terms of her vote. Uh, Hopefully it's part of the the needle. It's part of the recount. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they're counting Tinsley's vote. She didn't make a mistake But does she still have a house down there? Because I very much believe vote in local elections. Mm -hmm. So like if you're you're doing absentee and you haven't lived at your parents' house in like five years, time to register where you're at. Yeah, for sure. Because midterm election is one thing, but there's elections all the time. Sure, yeah. Like all the time. I voted in two this year. I, no, there there were, oh yeah, because um, one of the two primaries, I had no one to vote for, so right. there was nothing to do. Right. Uh, but yeah, but on this related note, there's also the Atlanta Housewives came through for Stacey Abrams. Every single current Atlanta Housewife. And future, including Shamari. <laughs> yeah, I was considering her current yeah. because she's in the cast. And some of the past ones, like uh, Sheree, they mm-hmm. all endorsed Stacey Abrams in some sort of way. So yeah. if Stacey Abrams pulls through, which we're still, all of that's still up in the air at this moment. Sure. Um, it, you can thank your Atlanta housewives. Yep. Uh, and then we just want to do a short Barbara K update because <laughs> we haven't heard any other news from her this week, but it's our regular segment. Um, so Barbara K was in London during election day. All week. So we are hoping that she had already sent in her absentee ballot. Or else she's out of the Facebook group. Or she's out of the Facebook group, like some of you. No, no, no. Just kidding. We're, act- we're not actually going to kick anyone out, are um, we? No. That was your threat anyway. So. I know. But uh, also we're loving all the shots we're getting of our CTQ merch models. Right. Uh, proudly sporting it on Facebook. Tagging us on Instagram stories. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, makes the perfect holiday gift. So yeah, go to comethroughqueen.com slash store. Yeah. Get your own. So we have a few news items to get to before the heavy week of new shows. So so one news item we thought we were going to be reporting on today, but because of news events didn't end up happening, was the All-Stars 4 cast reveal if you're listening to this early on Friday morning, um, you'll still have time to catch it. It's going to be, I think it's already pre-recorded, but it's Trixie, yeah. Detox, and Katya 
they're all announcing the All Stars forecast. I assume that after that we'll get the date of airing for All Stars sure. four and some like promo pics. Rumor has it December maybe. With, so with this new like. We're getting the special, the holiday special. That's enough to ride me through the end of December. Yeah. Give it to me first week in January. That's when I really will need it. You know? Back at, like, mm. depressing, starting the January, February, March, where it's, like, really depressing to live in New York City. Love it. Actually, Having, my favorite time. Yeah, same. I was just, like... <laughs> oh, you were trying to relate people. to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I would like it, like, first week in uh, January. Yeah, sure. So... RuPaul, if you're listening. I mean, it. we already know the All-Stars cast because it's been leaked since the summer. If so, you don't want to know, then you can go to Reddit. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to know, you can go to Reddit. If you, you want to know, <laughs> you can go to Reddit. Because the big thing was like a lot of people... So the reason that they postponed it was because of the shooting in... Um, uh, what's Thousand Oaks. In Thousand Oaks last night. And there's so many like ugly fans like in the comments of it being like i can't believe you guys waited only till 20 minutes before the announcement to do this yada 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 yeah and you pointed out detox commented yeah and it was just like detox was like you dummies go to like reddit it's been spoiled since the summertime which is why we're not going into detail about it because like we've already discussed this anyway and We only want to discuss the actual reveal of it, which yeah. will be interesting to just see like how they do it, how the three of them discuss the the people coming on, mm-hmm. which we'll do next week. No we'll big do deal. Next week. Maybe we'll maybe we'll rope in a come through. I mean, a drag race super fan to help us next sure. week. Sure, uh, but let's move along to the borough of Brooklyn. A star was born, named Brooklyn Doris Daly. So Ebony.com reports, Kenya Moore's dream of becoming a mother came true over the weekend. The reality star gave birth to a daughter, Brooklyn Doris Daly, in an emergency C-section, which fans, those of you know that she posted a picture of like her feet like exploding. Right. Like she had some medical problem. So the 47-year-old revealed that she was due for an early delivery Sunday night, posting a photo of herself in bed awaiting the arrival of baby Daly. If you want to make God laugh, have a plan. Won't be long now. The caption read, pray for us. Pray for us. Uh, I love the name for two reasons. I love the name. Because we record Come Through Queen in Brooklyn. And also because Doris Daly sounds like Doris Day. And Brooklyn Redmond is shaking. And Well, like, I feel like Brooklyn is a lot like the name Cruz, where, like, Mm. there's a hundred housewives kids with those names. Sure. And then also, I mean, the amazingness of it all, this baby being born the day of the Atlanta premiere. I know. Like, you can't, you can't script this, people. I, I mean, you can try to make a plan and God will laugh. And God will laugh. Because God has his own plan. To, and God's a Roa fan. To upstage, <laughs> to upstage the Roa premiere with the birth of... Of Brooklyn, Doris Daly. So they're going to live here in Brooklyn? I mean, that's their home base, it seems. Although I'm sure if a camera pops up in Atlanta, it's only a plane right away. Mm -hmm. If a camera pops up in Montana, they'll head over there. Uh, Why? To celebrate the Democrat winning the Senate seat? Yeah, to celebrate that. (laughs) Or just like if a camera's there, they will run there. You know? 
<laughs> to relive the Roni season seven uh, trip or yeah. season six trip, rather. Exactly. So this, the next bit of news isn't even news. It's like more of like uh, my fan fiction, my fan fiction on what I like the way I think things are. So Dorinda moved to a new apartment after like she's been in. A, we've seen her in that apartment for three seasons. Four seasons. Four seasons. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten. Um, she moved out of that apartment, and she's been doing maybe SpawnCon for her new apartment. So in every post she does, like, from her new apartment, it's tagged. Not only as, like, the meta tag, but also, like, in the copy sure. of the Instagram. Um, I have a theory that she's being paid. So you suspect this, uh, this is a Tavi Gevinson uh, original. Yeah, and that was a story that happened like two years ago, I think. Yeah, which is right around the corner, BT Dubs. It's yeah. Like right by Barclay Center, the apartment building mm-hmm. across from there. And Tavi was like tagging all of her posts with her apartment building. And everyone was like, You're do- are you doing SpawnCon to like live in this building for a discount? <laughs> yeah. And I kind of think that Dorinda is. I, that is like the ultimate Instagram SpawnCon con. Yeah. Because like Dorinda, I like I almost want to like tell her like, like lay off it a little bit. Like she's at the level of Danielle Staub where she'll sponsor everything, right? Like stuff yeah. that's like bullshit, right? Like those teas and like right herbs and supplements. I mean, she doesn't have like a steady income aside from mm. housewives, and like we could make fanfic on like how much money Richard left her, but like sure. it might have not been in a full lump sum. It might have yeah. been over years and like that sort of thing. So I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carol was famously doing that, and like if you go to Carol's net worth on Google.com, it says billions. It says like 50, <laughs> 50 million or something like that. So um, yeah, good for Dorinda, and it, I. I my worry is like a celebrity tagging where they live, mm-hmm. even though it's pretty easy to figure out like where a lot of celebrities live. But I if know. like you're just putting it out there, how many like people are? How many like young midtown girls are going to be standing out that building just to wait to yell clip, clip, or whatever? Or like going in the lobby, yeah, and like being like Dorinda Medley. Uh, we don't encourage that at all. That's why I'm not saying what the building is. Yeah, and f- but except you try to like leak out our recording location sometimes do i in the past maybe in, in a, a few wines deeper you have <laughs> did i give the address no. <laughs> uh so i get your money dorinda yeah but i wish someone would i wish someone would sponsor an apartment for me yeah even just like my real like the my landlord <laughs> i'll shout you out a couple times <laughs> give me like a hundred bucks off rent oh my god <laughs> okay we have Four episodes to get through. Four good episodes. Four good episodes, not a dud among them. Although I think what we are going to do is at the end of the four, rank from our least favorite to favorite. We'll do it separately though, right? Yeah. yeah. We could disagree. We don't have to be in unison. Yeah. Okay. But Atlanta premiere. Atlanta premiere, it's just like there's so many firsts happening. There's so much newness, you know? Okay. Like, we've got a new housewife who was there last year. Yeah. Ava. We've got Cynthia with a new man again. We've got Portia with a new man again. We have a new title card. A new title card. Which is not a new title card. It's the old one with 
Ava Marcel photoshopped in a la Abby Huntsman in The View where she does not look like to be the same species as the rest of the people. Maybe when they add Shamari, it'll like even it out. Yeah. Or something. Like what is up with shooting title cards? Can they just do it every year? Um, Dallas has only done it once. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like I, I can't imagine the budgets of like traveling and vacations and food and liquor and this and that to just do a photo shoot. It must. It must. Like, they're vary. not getting like any Leibovitz. It must vary from production company to production company because, because I don't know. Actually, it doesn't because we've gotten some repeat OCs, haven't we? Aren't we on a repeat OC? Yeah, I need to I look no back idea. in the records. But, but uh, Vanderbump Rules does a new one every year. Yeah, in in my brain, like I would almost love, maybe two or three times a season, change the taglines without even warning us. Oh yeah, that'd I would be like fun. I would like fall out of my seat. Yeah, you would. Maybe once the ratings start <laughs> to fail, before we hit like the Housewives All Stars or whatever, when Andy's gonna throw them into a cave and have yeah. them like fight their way out, we'll get different. I know tag this lines. is a, I know this is a tangent, but I've heard rumors that they've had Housewives re-record taglines because they sound funny mm-hmm. kind of like because <laughs> i'm sounding funny uh famously someone told me that luann's tagline one season she sounded like too like gruff too gruff and they made her read like like too gruff and they made her redo it in the like middle of the it. season yes yes alex's brother pointed this out during his uh, New York scholarship. Oh, that's interesting. Which, like, he's a good source because he's watching them, like, bam, 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 bam. Right. You always get... I'm on, a like, a thread of people who are all watching different... Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's sort of doing New York, but they're all doing it in different paces. Yeah. And the things that they point out that, like, I, like, never caught or something like that mm-hmm. or, like, don't think about is very interesting. Yeah. I mean, even myself going... I think I've mentioned this before. The one time going back in New York, hearing... Dorinda and Sonia, when they first meet, bring up Caroline Sanbury. Yeah. Like, all these years later, I'm appreciating, like, I never would have back then. Yeah. Love Caroline Sanbury. But let's go back to the peach. So, Portia is, like, full-fledged with this man, Mr. McKinley. I do not trust him at all. Well, he has lounges. <laughs> like, a la Peter. I know. Um, my favorite thing is he's a hot dog Connoisseur. So he's an entrepreneur. A lounge here, a hot dog there. You know what? I wonder if he's gone to Shark Tank with those hot dogs. I feel like mm. something like a hot dog or a popcorn is always popping up on Shark Tank. <laughs> no thank you for the hot dog for me. Um, hot dogs are great. Also what's great? Corn dog. Also nope. what's great? Nope. Um, anything in the dog family. Sure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to quickly point out, we get Escape rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Now last I heard, and last I knew... I thought like Candy like dropped them like in the dust. I did too, but now she's like we've never been bigger than ever. Yeah, I feel like she reassessed. Yeah. She was like, "Oh wait, I think she needs them in a way in case like maybe there's a day when she needs an ally and they throw what's her name mm. on the cast, Tiny." Oh. Give Tiny a peach. No, but Tiny has her own reality TV empire. I feel like that's ending. I feel no. like it was... Like, I, from what... I, so, I've been keeping up with Wendy. Mm-hmm. So, apparently on Tiny's show, like, 
she and T.I. seem to be like the matriarch and patriarch, even though they're separate or maybe back together. And then they're bringing on like spinoff characters. Right. That's why I think... Oh, you think that's why? That, I saw the same episode oh, and that's okay. why I thought... Like when you start doing that, it's winding down. Mm. Like when uh, Meredith Vera started having like panelists on her solo talk show, oh it's like very much <laughs> like that. I think it also happened to Anderson Cooper. That's why I think like throw, throw Tiny on or throw... I don't know the others' names. Um, they so, actually, if you watch the Escape spinoff, those two sisters mm-hmm. were like major sources of drama. More so than Tiny. Like, Tiny's a little... A little tiny. Well, I know, but like, I want Tiny and everyone who comes with her. Like, mm-hmm. I really like her family. The whole family, I yeah. really like her family. I love seeing T.I. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we go back to Invisit with Portia? Did you... I... I know that she's pregnant, like, as we speak. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, it came true with this guy? Oh, you mean, you know in the present day, you don't know that she's pregnant in these scenes. Correct. Okay, that's that's what I want to clarify. So, like, sort of red flags were happening in these scenes, Mm -hmm. because it was, like, five months, he told me I was in love on the first date, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, like, eh. I think we're, in the previews, Candy seems to be... Filling us in on who this man is. If he's a scammer. He seems like a scammer. Because even when they were talking in the car in Miami or whatever, and like Portia was like trying to go through all her friends, and the only one he knew was Candy. And then he was like, yeah, I used, I go to Old Lady Gang every day. Mm. And like, she didn't know that. And so like, that's a little weird. Also going to Old Lady Gang every day is, I don't even know what to equate that to. You know who was at Old Lady Gang? Um, Will Ferrell was there. Oh yes. stumping for Stacey Abrams yes. at Old Lady King. Amazing. Uh, so I I also feel like the the type of person who's like opening lounges, trying to sell hot dogs, trying to do like ten different businesses, is the one who wants a housewife as his wife. Right. I say focus on the hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, that's not my <laughs> point. My point is like he's scamming in order to like build all these businesses. Yeah. Totally. Um, we can talk about Nini for a little bit because it is very sad to see <sighs> Greg and like oh my god I know I've said what I've said about like watching people go through health ailments on these shows but like with Greg it's a whole different story it's like last well, year we he's were visibly sick yeah last year we were dealing with like one thing and now he's got now last year was his heart and now he's got colon cancer stage three it's like so sad with like. A large portion of the colon being removed. I know. Oh, and he said, my heart will grow bigger because of that, because it has room. Did you hear that line? No, I didn't. He said something along the lines of, like, more room for my heart to grow. Because I think he's also being a little more open about his feelings now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's... This... It is sad, but, like, I don't mind watching this because, like, Greg is truly lovely. It'd be crazy if we were ignoring this. Yeah. Totally. But... Not to pivot, like, rudely, but Nini's confessional look with the hat situation, the fascinator situation. I love it. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, was, I thought you were, you were going to say something rude. No, like, it's... I I was saying it's, like, rude to pivot from, like, talking mm. about someone's illness to, like, fashion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Nini has gone through some Looney Tooney looks in the confessional before, and, like, this is... It is... Um, avant-garde it's loony but it's in the right direction it's it's like good fashion it's loony it's a little royal wedding 
Um, I don't even. I don't think it's a fascinator because it's like a rap kind of. Was it? Yeah. I need to go back to the tapes. Yeah, you do. You need to go to the, <laughs> to the source. <laughs> um, let's talk about Cynthia for a little bit. Unless Wait. you have more to say about uh, Candy and Escape, but we already sort of touched on that. No, um, we're at Lake Bailey. <clears throat> so, Lake Bailey. And is Cynthia ever not walking around FaceTiming someone? It feels like it's the only thing she does. Is Cynthia ever not walking around FaceTiming a boyfriend and then Noelle stumbling into the FaceTime? Because I feel like we watched this, the same exact scene with the prior boyfriend from last we year. We definitely did, but I don't think last year there were wine, the grapes in the wine. Which oh, yeah. We wanted to discuss this. The frozen grape in the wine. So you didn't realize they were frozen and I brought that to your attention. No, I thought it was more like she was putting them in the wine to then like... So like get essence? No, like have it absorb the wine a little bit, then mm. she can have a treat mm. afterwards. Yeah. Well, listen, fun fact, and I like slip in and out of knowledge about this fun fact. Frozen grapes are truly nature's dessert. <laughs> like you, if you were to grab a bunch of grapes, you would fly through them so quickly, right? Because it's like pop, pop, pop. pop oh, pop, and pop, frozen, pop. you have to frozen, like frozen. You kind of are um, enjoying a little slower. And it's almost, it's almost like, um, it's like, it's nature's Jolly Rancher. Yeah. No, but it's almost like a, an ice pop, mm. but, but without any additional sugar. I mean, granted grapes have a ton of sugar, mm-hmm. uh, but I love this concept. It's even taking it to the next level of, you know, it's declass A to put ice in your white wine, mm-hmm. even though who amongst us has not done it before. Oh, always. But, uh, but a frozen grape is like, oh, you're not like. You're just keeping it so classy. Yeah. So this new man is like a sport guy. Oh, yeah. Based out of LA. He's swum in the cool waters of Lake Bailey, which I love that little reference to Darien Lake. Yeah. And I also want to give Cynthia Diamond. Oh, that would be interesting. Let's listen. Let's Let's take Atlanta's most boring housewife and put her on the most boring (laughs) franchise. (laughs) I just want to do like a foreign exchange program for all these housewives. Right. Like, let's give Kenya an apple. Let's give Cynthia a diamond. Who would Cynthia suck up to? Because her thing is, not suck up, but she always becomes like a best friend too. Well, she loves Jill Zarin, which is not going to help her in Beverly Hills. Right. Because a lot of them are team Bethany. True, but I mean, Jill and Bethany are like back friendly. Again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe she... Vanderpump, because Vanderpump's the one who needs it now. From reports that we've heard, maybe Dorit, because then like Cynthia could model Beverly Beach. Oh, let's talk about modeling. Because did you hear? Did you catch what Ava said about modeling? Mm-hmm. Um, she said she's a different kind of model than Cynthia. She said that she's t- a twenty-year age difference or something. Oh my god, Ava is coming in, guns blazing. I mean, actually, Cynthia. If Ava is actually coming for Cynthia, Cynthia should praise the Lord. Because, yeah, to give her a storyline. Yeah, give her a storyline. Uh, other than walking, which I enjoy watching Cynthia walk around like Bailey with a glass. Oh of yeah, water. yeah, I don't mind it. But like, let's give her something. Yeah, I mean, I like Cynthia as a quiet voice of reason amongst everything. Like, each Mm -hmm. franchise could use a a voice of reason. But what was also interesting when we bring up Eva... Is it Ava or Eva? I think it's both. Okay, why? last year we were saying Ava a lot, so I went with that. Because in this first episode, I think... I don't know if she referred to herself as this. Eva the Diva, which is what she used to be called 
back on top model. Eva the diva. Okay, I kind of like Ava better. Yeah, I like I let's I like going we'll back, inter, back we'll and inter forth. Swap or whatever. Um, I didn't realize Nini had. I think I knew that she had a boutique. I wasn't sure that it was called Swag. Yeah, I had to like this had to like re-register my mind a little bit, which is interesting because I. I feel like if it was any other housewife, we would know this more. Mm-hmm. How, like, how is Nini not spreading the word of swag better? I'm not sure. But I, now she's going to be opening Swagalicious mm, in Miami. Yeah, very Kardashians. Yeah. Give, give Nini a mojito and revive Miami Housewives. I know. I wish. Like, I really wish, actually. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing though, Portia coming and bringing Nini flowers. Then she said something in the, she said something like so sweet that was like, in a lot of these situations, people don't think about the people who's like, are taking care of these people. Mm. And she was really nice to Nini. Yeah. I really liked well, that. The door is open. Yeah. I mean, wait, what? Remember when, when Nini was saying the door is closed. Oh yeah. And now the door is open. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, back to Candy for a minute. Daddy daycare. We want another kid. Riley doesn't want another kid. Riley lost 52 pounds. Riley was great in this scene. I know, f- for once in her life. Like, Candy's been pushing her on camera for years and years and years. But now she's had her glow up. I mean, like, I get it. Yeah. Also, I feel like. Riley has been 15 for 10 years. Is she still 15? She's 15 or 16 here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, how has she not been 15 four years ago? I don't know. I also, just side note, but it makes me think, um, Antonia in Jersey is now all of a sudden like 18. Yeah, Antonia and Riley are contemporaries. <laughs> Antonia? I, we'll save it, because it was so shocking to me. <laughs> um... Oh, a sort of sad thing was when this was all happening and we're learning about Candy's schedule, she got the call during her testimonial that she had missed the parent-teacher conference or whatever. I wasn't that sad because, like, what is there to talk about for our two-year-old's parent-teacher conference? Like, he shit his pants this week? Well, yeah, he needs to learn how to do that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Miami trip is being planned. We're heading down to Miami. To support Nini. to support Nini's comedy re re entry into comedy, like it, she is our generation's Louis C.K. I guess. I was gonna say that, but that's also <laughs> awful. <laughs> I mean, both of them should just maybe not do comedy. Yes, agreed. Uh, the big call with Candy goes fine. Um, I wonder if down the road we'll get a Portia Candy reunion of sorts. And my big takeaway. This hasn't Portia been punished enough <laughs> Can we just bring her back? I mean, Portia's like assaulted many people. Bring Phaedra back. Oh, I was, I was like, what wait, are you? <laughs> I, I, don't, I said, hasn't, I, oh, I'm sorry. I said, hasn't, hasn't Phaedra. Hasn't Phaedra been punished enough? I mean, she's really busy on that Braxton show. <laughs> Which I'm sure Connor has plenty to tell us about over in, in Ireland. And I saw a screenshot somewhere of her 
in the background of a WWE wrestling shot. Like, she was in the audience. (laughs) And I think WWE, like, wrestling is actually produced by the same production company that produces Atlanta Housewives. You have to run, not walk. Alex loves pulling this this video up of Snooki in a WWE uh, female wrestler battle. And she's running around like a little gremlin, beating the shit out of multiple... WWE female wrestlers that are twice her size. They're called the Divas. The Divas. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny to watch. Um, also, just shout out to Jersey Shore Family Reunion. If you want something to do on a Saturday mm. afternoon, you're not doing anything, put on a couple episodes that are on on demand. It's a delightful it show. It pairs greatly with a bagel and a nice coffee. Mm. Yeah, totally. I see that. Yeah. Uh, Angelina's back like full time now, which is wild. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I think that's pretty much it for Atlanta. So uh, back when Brennan was on, he said Atlanta was a little bit of a snooze. New Jersey brought it. And I agree with him. If I were to compare those two, yeah, the two first episodes, yes. But I think Atlanta could get away with being a snooze because they're just setting the scene. Yeah. They don't need to try to do some trickery uh, time Humpty jumps, Dumpty. fighting, fake fighting, this or that. Because like we'll get there eventually. I want to see where we're all at right now. There's because, always something. Because where we're at right now is very different from where we left off in many cases. Yeah, totally. So I was fine with it. Totally. Um, let's go to OC. We're okay. going in like the week's order, right? Yes. That's like my favorite way yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this was all about surgery. Everyone's getting surgery today. Sure, why not? I feel like we were just on vacation, and I feel like they didn't set up the fact that we were two people were going to go into surgery. One major, one kind of minor. Well, what was funny is during last week's preview, there were scenes with Shannon, and the area around her eyes were all like black and blue, and there were no explanation as to that. I know. I was like, is she wearing transition lenses? <laughs> Or like something because she's wearing glasses. (laughs) Yeah, but now we know the answer. Uh, I like the montage. We had many amazing montages this week. Mm -hmm. The Vicky surgery montage was something else. Well, that was something else. But even before we got to the Vicky surgery montage, during the explanation to Steve Lodge of the fact that she was instructed to not drink Mm pre-surgery, and then the montage of her drinking wild down wildly on vacation was a beautiful montage and then we follow that up with the surgery montage seconds later and the producers do her so dirty because we go from season one vicky Mm. all the way through we make every pit stop along the way it's like you know how a lot of kids have those um those like long picture frames Mm -hmm. where it's like every photo of you from like kindergarten up until like eighth grade or whatever i mean some psycho parents do it through high school yeah my my parents never cared enough to even do the first one Mm -hmm. but like it's it's like that and the differences that someone looks in kindergarten but compared to yeah 12th grade yeah vicky's in 12th grade now yeah she's 12th grade (laughs) (laughs) okay uh noted friend of david bedore eddie judge hates shannon I know. He needs to calm the fuck down. 
Like, honestly, dude. Like, like, chill out. Also, you know Shannon's going to see this. Also, like, I thought you fixed your heart, bitch. Be a little nicer. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a broken heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's like so over Shannon and yada, yada, yada. He's a pig. He's yeah. just like an asshole pig. I think we used to like him in some capacity, maybe at some point, because he's better than Simon Barney. I think it was a neutral yeah. on him. Uh, someone I'm not neutral, Shane. So Emily goes deeper into all the miscarriages she's had. It's, uh, her scenes this week were like, I think that she, they were, I don't want to call them good. I think they were important. Riveting. They were riveting to see this, this woman who like, we haven't spent a lot of time Mm. with go through this. Yeah. Um, but you realize how much of an asshole her husband Especially is. Especially the amount of defending he does, she does for him. Yeah, that's a little sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have them going to therapy. Mm-hmm. We have her opening the box. The box was the box was the most riveting part, and it also was the part that turned me off about him the most. I know. Give her um, a hug. Yeah. Or touch her (laughs) it's your wife and like she's not only like seeing like these mementos that the hospital put together of her like kids who had like miscarried but also like the thing from her grandma who like basically raised her and then we learn later about like her like the issues that she went through with her mom so like the grandma stuff makes more sense shane can you cry at one tear it's like every man in oc needs to grow a fucking heart What's wrong with them? I don't, like, Shannon, you gotta move out of the OC if yeah. you want to find a nice man. Although she appears to have found her man. TBD if he's nice. Yeah. Okay. We're now throwing a party for Tamara's son, Spencer. And this woke me out of my o- normal OC slumber. Because I could not <laughs> believe we are getting reintroduced to a child that we have not seen in 10 years. We're also, like, we've got the whole cast of... The Tamra party that we ha- oh. we don't usually get. We only usually get Shirley MacLaine and <laughs> the son. Um, but we got everyone. We All got brother. We got brother Kenny. Ugh. And then we get Spencer. And like the way that she would, the way that um, Tamra was talking about it in her confessionals was like, holy shit! She's like setting this up. She's like. Now he can make his own decisions. And like so proud of the fact that her son will finally come on this shit show that she's on. How begrudgingly. And like poor kid and his poor girlfriend sitting there like drinking water. Oh, yeah. And like every member of their family is like trying to get them to like to do drink. shots and shit. <laughs> I know. To, to convince them to drink on camera is doing them a distur- disservice. Yeah. Come on, Shirley McLean. She doesn't need, he doesn't need a shot. Oh, poor Spence. Um, I did, like, there was another good montage in there. The montage of all of Ryan's mistakes. Oh, did you catch that I love the Ryan mistake montage. Okay, so Vicky wants to be resurrected from the dead. (laughs) She will not sign the do not resuscitate. She said something so dark before she was going to surgery about a black box in her apartment. I mean, in her office that uh, what Steve Lodge could have. Will Linda give it to him? I, yeah, I doubt sure. Linda would let it go. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Vicky, Steve Lodge tells Vicky, you have to tell the doctor about this 
surgery you've had on your head. And then we learn later on in the episode she did not tell the doctor and it caused an extra hour of surgery. That's so fucked up. <laughs> She's so worried about being uh, resurrected that... She's not telling the doctor about, like, a major And this issue. is a woman who, like, works in... Insurance? In insurance, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, Shannon's eye surgery. So it was nice for Kelly to bring her, but why... Why was no one there at the end? Why couldn't we just, like, swap shit, time shifts and, like, have yeah. her pick her up instead? Yeah. <laughs> like, she... We'll be fine going in. Going in, she could figure... Like, Though, could... actually, no. Shannon has a lot of anxiety, so actually, mm. that might actually have been a better choice. Mm, mm, mm. Like, we even saw how Shannon wasn't reading any of the forms, because she's oh, yeah, so yeah, anxious. Yeah. She doesn't want to have a panic attack, so maybe it was better. When they were sticking those little <gasps> things in her eyes... Like, as it is, putting a contact in my eyes is not a pleasant experience. I can't imagine sticking, like, pieces of paper in your... Under <laughs> your eyelids? Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Let's get to the recovery, though, when Kelly sure. and Gina come over. Hmm. So, Gina brings up the fact that everyone was talking about Shannon's well-being when Shannon was missing for 48 hours. Yeah. I can't tell if this endeared me to Gina or if it made me feel like she was doing, pulling a Carrie Duber mm. and just trying to be like, here's some information that happened when you weren't there. I'm just like, wanna, I want everything to be out there. Uh, no, I think it was not as aggressive. I think mm -hmm. Shannon and Tamara turned it into something aggressive. Yeah. Like, I think Gina was kind of saying it in that we were all concerned about you. I agree. I think that Gina seems like she was coming from the right place. Because her reaction to it was kind of like, why am I getting this? <laughs> right, right. Why, when I had eye surgery, are you trying to make me cry? Is what Shannon basically was like. Oh, you're jumping no, ahead to the... No, I'm saying Gina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but both. Okay. I think Shannon was taken aback by like, why Gina are, bringing it up. Why are you bringing this up like oh, now sure, sure, sure. and yeah. yada yada. Yeah. But I think the 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 biggest lunatic in this battle is Tamara. Of course, she's always the biggest lunatic. I also liked her calling Gina New York Gina loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tamara's concept of New York <laughs> is loyalty. I mean kind of. Yeah, sure. Uh and then the other thing is Emily chiming in to equate Shannon to her mom, which I think is a little unfair to Shannon. I agree. Um, I, I definitely agree. But there was like this episode I liked Emily. So I liked it Emily was up like, until that point. It like I like that it did connect us back to the earlier part. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, but also yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a that's really uh, that's really extreme. Yeah, like I don't think her. I mean, we don't know, obviously. Right. But I don't think her children feel neglected by Shannon. Right. If anything, I feel like she's an overbearing parent. Yeah, the ladies of Locke, like, love <laughs> Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, one of them was taking care of her during the ice cream. Yeah. Day. Which one was that? Was it's, that a... Instead of going to... No, it's the it's the one... The noted not twin. Sophie. Uh, I don't I don't think it's Sophie. Adeline's a Adeline twin. Adeline is a twin. There's a missing lady of Locke. <laughs> There's one name we don't have. There's just the one last thing when sure. 
Vicky was checking into the hotel, mm-hmm. um, covered up in a wheelchair like she was being um, rolled out of Iceland again. Yes. Is that like a thing that a doctor will like suggest that someone stays not at their home? I don't, yeah, I didn't know about that. She was saying that as if that was a common fact. Is it because it's like safer, better, more? I can't imagine it being safer than the home. I could see them doing that for like celebrities who don't want to be seen (laughs) at their home. The normal residence, yeah. But I don't know. Okay. Let us... Next next week, though, we got the Trace of Puelas. We'll be back with uh, New Jersey and Dallas. Freak of the Week, One True Queen. Stay tuned. New Jersey. We're back. I've been looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. We got more information in the first two minutes of this episode than we got in the whole trailer, I feel like. What information? As far as just like a lay of the land of like what kind of fights mm. we're going to have and what kind, what direction we're going, I think they maybe didn't want to show as much in the trailer and we were just a little more confused. But this is clearly, by the time, this is clearly back to our old grinds. In... A good way or a bad way? We'll see. I am not sure it's a good way. I, I'm i kind of tired of Teresa versus Melissa. And by kind of tired, I mean like I remember where I was several seasons ago and very tired. Yeah. Um, but there's two things in this premiere. Like one thing in the premiere that brings me hope is um, Danielle versus Dolores. Though Danielle not being a full-time tomato holder is kind of sus. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I didn't mind when we would do a, a little fake fight of Melissa's not helping out enough at the pizzeria. So mm-hmm. we're going to fight about that. But to make it into the whole you're not a good sister thing again. It's yeah, it's yeah, I see what you mean there. So I'm trying to get the negativity out of the way cuz besides that I was kind of having a good time this episode. Yeah, so was I. Uh, I don't love the fact that we're starting three months in for no reason. Like, I I love a three months in if we are going to jail then, or coming out of jail, or Or something big. having a big, big, huge fight. Not Melissa crying to a woman we don't know. Right. Which is one of the two new housewives. Right. No intro, because the two housewives are not even properly introduced and yeah. then we just like get a three months earlier, and we're at Teresa's house. Which, yeah. like, if anyone needs to move, like, someone spawn con her house, please. <laughs> I can't look at it anymore. It's torturing me. It's, you're like, you're like uh, uh, I don't know if it's Melania or Gia, where she's like, it was, no, Gia Giudice when, when Jacqueline was scolding her. It was torture. <laughs> um, speaking, we see Gia, an adult Gia, though still doesn't, still doesn't look old in this. So you know what's funny to me? Is that Gia and Melania are getting closer and closer to me not being able to distinguish the two of them. It's so wild. Because, okay, we get a new look on Melania. We've got long nails. Okay, not even just long nails. They're specifically the the kind of nails that Michelle Visage wears. The pointy ones. Yes. Like daggers. We got that. We got hair dyed at the ends. Uh, But when she's sitting at the the kitchen island or Mm -hmm. whatever... 
with the hair pulled back and the nails done in view, for moments I thought it was Gia. Yeah. Which was definitely disarming. Totally. The grandpa's still there. Um, uh, uh, we're setting up the thing where he's upset that Joe isn't calling. Yeah. He's also making bacon. And Burning Melania, <laughs> who I thought was Gia, complaining about the bacon being burnt. Uh, Melania, what do you want? Raw bacon? Bacon's supposed to be burnt. I see what you mean. People like their bacon in a kind of different ways. Mm. Some people like it crispy. Some people don't. You need to like really open your mind and like let other people have different preferences. Please. You're acting like a Republican. Oh my God. Because of my bacon preferences. Yep. Um, What was disgusting to me though was waking up with Marge and Joe. (laughs) Because... It was totally a set scene where they both were like naked under the covers, but like they, neither were actually naked. Marge in full makeup, <laughs> but topless. Um, I know. Couldn't they put on a pajama or something? Also, like she's setting up. What? Like finish your house. That is a house of horrors. It's wild that they haven't finished that house. So she commented on the fact that they decorated for her birthday a year ago and haven't taken it down. It also looks like they haven't cleaned it since the party. Right. (laughs) But like... But we also have a whole staff. Like, what's the staff doing? Right. If you know know that you're going to be on this show, like, cart in a couple, like, rent-a-center couches. (laughs) Please. Do something. (sighs) Give us the, give us like the view of extravagance. It's like we're watching like, like Vanderbump Rules, but in bigger, emptier homes. (laughs) Wait, we, we skipped over, I think in OC this past week, Gia, Gina reporting live from her studio apartment. Oh, I sort of loved that. (laughs) I mean, that was taking the Kelly Dodd, uh, junior one bedroom to the next level. Well, it's only the apartment that she's in when he's in the house with the kids, right? Yeah. It's at least... Uh, yeah, it's still sad. It's um. <laughs> a, a square. It's a bungalow. Um, I think it's on someone else's property. Yeah. It's like the guest house. Uh, no, but she her house is still unfinished. Her bedroom reminded me with the clothes everywhere. It looked like when <laughs> Simon and Alex were redoing their house and they lived in like that crawl space in their home. <laughs> but Simon and Alex had the last laugh. They made million, not maybe not millions plural, but like million plus. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day with someone, and like the fact that they live in they're that house is like in such a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Like, a.k.a. this neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, back in the day, we were all made to think that it was, like, super shitty because the house was kind of shitty. I know. Even when the show premiered, I don't think I was living here yet. And I was like, oh, like, where does she live? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, no. (laughs) She had a fucking amazing house. Her mind. Um, and then they fucking showered together on camera, and he tried to do oh SEX, and we saw it through the frosted glass. Like, if this narrative, if M- Margaret's narrative is that, like, she's, like, a, f- like, sexualized human being, like, that's fine and great, but, like, I hate, like, acting, and especially mm-hmm. acting when it's, like, oh, we're gonna be sexy. On this related note, and maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but Margaret flying through 
the explanation of a vaginal rejuvenation as if we have not heard it a hundred times before. Can we please just skip the vaginal rejuvenation part? I mean, I want to skip it, it, but I just want to bring up the fact, like, how? How are yeah. we doing this? Yeah. At least, at least we're getting it out of the way, I guess. Yeah. Is that something to be thankful for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't realize what it was Okay. <laughs> so... So Dolores is alone in her house. I'm alone in my house. (laughs) She's alone in her house, breaking the walls down. With her finger. With her finger. (laughs) Ripping it apart. Finger by finger. I will say something about um, Dolores is she's getting ahead of the story in a good way, I think. Or like she's behind the story because we learned about the disbarment. No, but she's leaning into the story. With Frank being disbarred. And can we, like, what does that mean? Oh, do I have to put the hat on? You have to put the hat on. Okay, guys. I was gagging. And I tried to look online to do a little bit more research, but I wasn't that diligent in terms of figuring this all out. What he was disbarred for was commingling accounts. So, I don't know what type of law he does. But certain types of attorneys hold escrow accounts. Which means it's not his money. So, for instance, if someone was buying a house, they put down a contract deposit, and then I, as the attorney, would hold that money in an escrow account Mm -hmm. until the property's ready to close. And then that money gets given to the, the seller. What he, and there's a hundred different ways that escrow accounts could be going on, but what he is disbarred for is taking money out of the account and like mixing it into his own business account oh like taking it out filling it back up maybe not filling it back up when it needs to be filled up well she seemed to want to claim that he was filling it back up which yeah that's what she seemed to be wanting to claim but i can't imagine how it would it had to have been discovered because there had to have not been the money there when it need, needed to be there at one point. Right. Because otherwise I don't see how someone knows unless like he's being audited or something. It's probably, it might have been an audit. It could have been an audit. True. But yeah. So. So he's not a lawyer anymore. <laughs> yeah. But she's like trying to get ahead of it. Um, she's also kind of acting She's acting, but, like, in a way that I don't mind. You know what I mean? Sure. And, like, she's acting, like, it's half Grey Gardens, half, um, like, Odd Couple with Frank. Well, well, so they're now into flipping houses. Can we flip Dolores' house Right. Right. Let's flip that. Like, being alone, like, I don't mind being alone in a house, but, like, if I'm alone in that house, it's, like, it's not all bad, but, like, can't. Can't Carson and Tom get a room here? They need to. That living room doesn't have a rug in it. I know. I know. At least get a rug. Um, yeah, it's a little sad. It's like, it's not the worst. It's not the best. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I would say, um, Marge is more in shambles. Marge, like, pisses me off because she tries to be this businesswoman and claims she is but like she can't put a couch in her living room at least like Dolores doesn't have a rug but at least she has like, like some place to sit yeah <laughs> whatever happened to this franchise being aspirational <laughs> well like Jersey kind of never was yeah 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 I mean Daniel Saab was on the first season let's mm-hmm. remember that um 
Zia Melissa is planning her 39th birthday. Which, this also took me for a spin. (laughs) Melissa being 39. I think this, do you think this is like a lie? No. But I just like, once you get into your 30s, it all seems closer. I feel like I've just never landed on Zia Melissa's age, Mm -hmm. where I am in relation to that age. It's crazy to think of when she joined this show, she was younger than me right now. Oh, wild, yeah. Work. Y- yeah. Uh, so it's just hard to grasp, but at least she still has one good year left <laughs> before the big one. Uh, I What I don't like is I hate when people don't want to be a certain age. Like, her, um, like, pitching a fit about, like, being 40 next year when she's yeah. not even 39 is... I, it's not a good look. Like, embrace it. Sure. Especially Finch. when you're the youngest one on the cast. Right. Like, who cares? Like, get a life. Uh, this is where, this is the scene, though, that we get this... Uh, the scene was set for the Dolores and Danielle fight. Um, a part of it. Like, they just start... T- her, her and Joey start talking about, like, oh, oh I'm having a birthday. I hope that, okay, like, they yeah, can get yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. And then, no one addresses the fact that Antonia is six feet tall. And her brother, Joey, who was... Like a contemporary, a contemporary <laughs> is all of a sudden five years younger than her. <laughs> also, can Joey or the other one help set the table? Why does Antonia have to be the one? Because that's how it works. Um, that's how a woman <laughs> runs the home. Ugh, truly Jersey. Ugh, ugh. Um, but bodybuilding, baby, it runs in their blood. Uh. This is another thing. It's like Joe wouldn't let her go out and do bodybuilding. And now she's showing him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what else is there to say about the, body, the whole bodybuilding That's, thing? We'll see, I guess. But I just can't believe we're doing this. Well, like, also, a funny thing to me is, so her trainer was like, Trey, let me, like, show you pictures of, like, where, where the judges need you to be. And I was like, oh, she's going to, like, show her, like, pictures from, like, people who've won in the past, yada, yada, yada. And she's just, like, showing her selfies of, like, her, the trainer's, oh, like, herself. showing her pictures oh. of herself. I thought it was just, like, cool image of abs. Like, here is an ab. This no, it was, like, like, the trainer's okay. abs, which, like, was surprising to me. Okay. Um, so Marge is having some kind of dinner, and we get... <sighs> This is, like, this is like a scene out of American Horror Story. Because not only like are we in this empty house having a dinner, this is where all the flashbacks start coming in. This is where you. This is okay. First of all, we. This is where we start to learn that not only are are we three months earlier, they had been filming for like a three month. months before or something. We've had pajama parties, a bridezilla in Daniel Staub form. So it's very clear that. A ton of Danielle scenes have hit the chopping block. I need to know why. Yeah. I think there's something weird that went on with her in production because it seems like... It seems like they're setting up this big, what would have been a season-long feud between her and Dolores. But for whatever reason, Danielle's not a true housewife. Although she does seem to be in the scenes for most of the trailer. Yeah, but like... Not a vocal part of it, though. Yeah. I think there's something missing. Something though. happened. Because also Dolores and Teresa were like the two guests on Watch What Happens Live last night. Mm-hmm. And Andy was holding Dolores. Like he was holding Dolores like he would hold Teresa. 
he was holding them both. But like he was both proudly he was the, proudly there with both. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It makes me think that Dolores is going to have a bigger role to play in some way. Okay, but I don't know. Uh, but this dinner at Margaret's house, Marge's Marge's house. Her her chief cleaner slash hostess. Her name is um, Marlene, maybe? Oh, she was acting like she was possessed on American Horror Story. Have we ever seen this woman before? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we have. But I, like, I was watching this, gearing up for American Horror Story two, two hours later. She was like running around the table. <laughs> like burping in people's ears. And like the other thing is like the house wasn't well lit. Like, if you're going to have people over, like, wouldn't you turn, like, the lights on? It looked like they were sitting under the stairs in the foyer. Yeah. Is is that where you uh, entertain your guests? Under the stairs? I don't know. <laughs> what is this, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Um, also, like, the weird... So I think that Margaret and Joe want to swing with Melissa and Joe, mm. but I don't think it's a oh, mutual thing. I see it. I see it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the conversation veered into so many like sexual mm-hmm. conversations while they were all together. I could so see Margaret and Joe swinging. Oh, definitely. From, uh, the, from chandelier. the chandelier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, but the, we, we get like the little thing that um, Danielle wants to bring up the disbarment to Dolores. Yeah, as well she should. <laughs> yeah, why not? The, I mean, the fact that it was brought up at the reunion, and she didn't know about it. I know. It made me feel bad for her. But the fact that also Radar Online and Mr. Real Housewife and RealityT.com and Tamara Tattles wasn't screaming this from the rooftops. How did, the, how did this go under our radar? I mean, we don't regularly check that shit. No, but you know what? Like, something something like this would bubble to the top. I don't know. Like, I think because we live in our little New York bubble. Mm, we're so focused. We only, like, on we'll get K. every single detail of, like, what's up in those women's life. But, like, all this other shit goes yeah, yeah. by the wayside. Okay. Uh, so we are going to a different quadrant of rails that we've never been to despite the fact that this is our 11th scene filmed at rails yeah but before we get to rails sure. just like the little dinner that Teresa and dolores had oh, I forgot where about that. Yeah. Teresa pre- ordered mixed greens and then brought her own uh shredded chicken to put on it but it wasn't even like in a little ziploc baggie in her purse she brought Fol- like it's upperwear she brought like the Ice box that you bring to the beach <laughs> for a whole family. How many pounds of chicken are sitting in there? So psycho. And she couldn't eat the carrots because carrots have too much sugar. I mean, I get, when you're at the point where you are cutting carrots out of your life, like for me, a carrot would be like, I'm, in fact, my dinner, I have carrots tonight. Like, I'm being a good boy. <laughs> like, oh my God, good boy. <laughs> like I'm trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's got too much sugar. It's not good enough, bitch. Um, yeah, but that's where like... She tells Dolores about mm. what Danielle's gonna Spreading try to do. Town. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're back at Rails. Rails is this a new like cave situation that like is they this, just opened up? It's like maybe under the train tracks. I think it's part of like so remember when we like first went to Rails with Siggy and her mm. little thing? That was like in When the, we first met Siggy. That was like in the speakeasy part mm. that was like 
you like pull a book and you're like in like oh my God. Uh, whatever. But this seems to be a different speakeasy. Oh yeah, there's a different place where you pull something. And like it's a cave though. Yeah, under the train tracks in my brain. Yeah, under the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get introduced like actually pretty quickly into this party to Jackie. Who was at the PJ party. Who was at the PJ party, but like the PJ party was in the past. Like we weren't even privy to it. So we had to reintroduce her at this party. Yeah, we weren't invited to the PJ party. I wonder if when a new housewife joins, they film three or four introduction scenes. Maybe, but like this year and last year in Jersey, it seems like there's a lot of bullshit going on in parties that happen earlier. Yeah. And they decide to start in a really weird place. Because Margaret was filming for months and then was introduced at a party later in the first episode. Yeah. So freakish. Jackie is a kind of hot husband, I noticed. He wasn't introduced or anything, but she walked in with a man. Mm. A little balding, but whatever. Sure. Um, Joe's really trying to get Teresa to drink. And like you get that their weird sibling energy back <laughs> yeah. and forth for a yeah. while. I don't like sibling energy. In general, or just with No, them. no, I like, I like sibling, I'm fine with sibling energy, but like when siblings have like weird energy, you mm-hmm. know? I know one I know personally has that, but like sure. I've seen it from afar. Yeah. Um, so Jennifer is the other new housewife. She's the wife of the surgeon that Dolores used to work for. Yes. And she's, she was born in Turkey and she talks about how she was supposed to be in some arranged situation, but then she saw her husband and she decided she wasn't didn't want to be in that situation. Mm. So, whatever. Then Danielle enters. Queens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was like really the the moment that I was waiting for. Um, and Dolores didn't decide to be Patterson Dolores. She decided to ignore her, yeah. which first episode, that's fine. And then we R.I.P. Siggy by throwing cake around the caves of rails. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. And the next week we're fighting at Easter. Why not? In front of Gia who jumps in. She wants that tomato. Like badly. She does want that tomato. What's she going to do after she graduates? Go to college. She's touring the colleges. Yeah. I wonder if she'll end up with uh, Frankie. Oh my god, we neglected to talk about Frankie FaceTiming Mama Dolores. Yeah. From, straight from Sacred Heart, 4.0, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Halloween, my... Never mind. <laughs> That's for our Patreon. Uh, yeah, so... Dallas. Copenhagen, baby. So, we paid off by getting the flight and flight prep out of the way last week by just jumping in this episode yeah we jumped in they're them stumbling off the plane in, into the airport and the the driver picking up carrie christensen christensen is she related to the famous one who's the famous one is that i don't remember do you mean the the lead singer of eugenia yeah. <laughs> you posted that in the group last night before I had watched it and I was like Why is Dan's rambling again <laughs> I think it was worth posting it yeah it's beautiful I found on iTunes these mega European pop singers who had no reviews <laughs> I'm gonna check them out I'm gonna check them out on Spotify tomorrow I mean I guess maybe they wouldn't have reviews in American iTunes store. So if someone can report from like some country in Europe, preferably Denmark, how that iTunes store is doing in reviews, I'd love to hear about it. But let's get to, so 
Leanne says, I just want to dress her like a rapper one time in terms of Cameron. And then Cameron's like, like a gangster rapper. And I just wanted to climb inside of my couch. I and know. And for the rest of the episode. Like, at least Cameron was, like, still on her sleeping drugs from the plane. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give her that excuse. Sure. But it was very scary. And then Cameron spilling her the champs on Deandra. And, like... The reaction that Deandra gave in, like, a talking head, like, after that happened, and was very angry. Oh, it was like she wanted to commit murder. And I was like, at the, when I first watched it, I was like, like, what's wrong? Like, who cares? And then I saw the rest of the episode, and I was like, oh. (laughs) Very scary. It was interesting of them referring it to as champs. It it felt as if they were fans of Heather Bowie. Well, yeah, you know, they studied. Well, I, I think it was Brandy, who was on Watch What Happens Live, who told Andy that Stephanie made her watch The Housewives yeah, before th- they were on it. I think they're very famously fans of the other franchises. <laughs> I know, it's so... I'm like, all the other franchises like to pretend that the other uh, franchises don't even exist. Right. And then Dallas can't wait to tune in. I know, it's <laughs> fucking insane. Um, so I was trying to get like my head around the sleeping situation. Do they had two, did they have two suites and Cameron and Leanne were in one and I'm, the rest of them were in the other? I can't figure it out. We have like weird stairs that don't add up. Like yeah. you have to put one foot after the other. <laughs> and then one, one scene that you may have glanced over that stuck out to me was Leanne bringing one pajama for the whole trip mm-hmm. and Cameron being like, no, I brought three and Leanne saying that was crazy but i identify with cameron maybe i just overpack a little bit yeah it depends like what kind of trip and like whatever but like i don't know like you i think they were on both ends of the spectrum mm, okay um what how long was the trip three days i can't imagine it only being three days to go all the way to copenhagen but then again it's a housewives trip so yeah i think like somewhere in the middle is the answer like Switch it up, sure. but like they're they're bringing like pajama s- sets where like yeah, I'm usually bringing like some different sweatpants and like mm. some shorts and like a couple t-shirts that I mix and match and yeah, whatever. Okay, so Brandy has a fun plan. This is the most psycho plan I've ever heard in my life. Actually. I was dying. <laughs> this was so funny to me. Listen, this is what she's gonna do. She's going to get so wasted and trick Leanne into calling, a brand, into calling Brandy an alcoholic. Her mind. Look at her mind. Look at her mind. She said, what did she say? She said, I just want to have fun and I want her to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then also, I don't even think I expected Brandy's execu- execution to be... As drunk as she turned out to be. Well, like, before dinner, her and Stephanie were talking. Stephanie's like, how are you feeling? And she goes, IVB. And Stephanie's like, what? And she goes, or IVD. And she goes, I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, We learn Copenhagen is a trendy food destination of the world. Um, So, I guess Michelin star in the hotel is fine. But, like, I I don't like when they stick to the hotel restaurant. Mm. Like, wow. But they, at least they, like, dress up for the hotel. Yeah. Uh, the women... These Dallas women... Hate fancy food. 
Stephanie famously hates fancy food. Cameron just wants a quesadilla. And she can't do raw. She can't do raw. I can do raw. Yeah, yeah. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Though what was good, though, is the montage of, like, like, actually good and scary. The montage of Brandy drinking. After she, she arrived with, like, she arrived with, like, you could physically tell. And then there was a whole montage at dinner. Of her drinking 20 drinks. In the time span of what, two hours maybe? Well, she was like taking people's shots also. Yeah. Like when they didn't want to finish it. So then she was making a pyramid out of the um, out of the cups. And hello, she was a Dallas cowboy. She knows how to make a... And that, she wasn't a cowboy. <laughs> she was a, she was cowboy, a cowboy cheerleader. cheerleader. She knows how to make a pyramid. And she was on that TV show for a long time. What TV show? So the, there's been for years... A TV show, and I could be completely wrong, but I think this is true. A TV show on, like, CMT that follows the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. She was on that show. And I'm pretty sure Brandy was on it. That was when the star was originally born. Yeah. So then Deandra starts freaking out when we're bringing up the Leanne wedding dress shopping. Because uh, Deandra has to work, and she has to be somewhere. It was very try to be Vicky Gunvalson. Yeah. Um... And then her and Cam, her I wasn't expecting the her and Cameron fight for some reason. It, it got so crazy. Um, I think what set Deandra off the most was when Cameron said something like, "Is this how your mom is? Oh, is yeah. this how your mom talks to you?" Or something. That like was that? it. And that's when like, boom. Well, then so Cameron storms off first because like she's always the one to run off first. Well, because uh, Deandra attacked Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't talk about Jimmy. Cameron doesn't even listen to the con- the content. She only listens to the characters. So if you bring up Jimmy in and then have a harsh tone, you've done something wrong. Yeah, and then she goes, she says something, she goes, from a butt plug to a butt dart. Like, she had that, you could tell she had that, like, line planned. She got Carol Radziwill's writers. She thought it was, like, so smart. And I guess a butt dart is like, what's a butt dart? I don't know. The isn't it the Keurig cup? Is it? That's what she she's talking about the stupid Keurig cup thing still. Oh, I thought a butt. I thought she was like looping her in with like Brandy and Stephanie. No. Oh, because like a butt plug a dildo. No, it's the Keurig cup that she is talking about ten episodes later. <laughs> God. Okay, so she storms off, and then. Uh, Deandra wants to leave too, but then they meet by the <laughs> And Brandy's just like unhappy that her plan was ruined. Oh yeah. So she's like, oh now I'm stuck at the dinner table wasted and I can't fight with <laughs> Leanne. But like Brandy's a mess, but also like is kind of like putting herself in charge of like managing this elevator situation. I mean, but they're they're carrying her up from the seat at the dinner table. <laughs> no, but like when like the when they're like confronting each other in an elevator, like Brandy's like trying to hold on to Cam to like mm-hmm. either keep her or like bring her in. It's yeah. so such a mess. Well, I mean it was very clear that Brandy wanted this to carry on and Stephanie pointed that out. Yeah. And Stephanie I, the thing, the part that made me laugh hardest was when, was when somebody said she really showed Leanne last night. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, we haven't really mentioned her much, but I did think that Carrie did a great job as voice of reason for this 
episode. Well, yeah, and when... So it escalated between... It escalated before that, and when it escalated between Deandra... When Deandra decided to poke Leanne, which mm. she really did. Yeah. She got in, like, bad jabs. And I was like, oh, Leanne. But when she just... Carrie, like, kept Leanne under control. Mm-hmm. And the preview... This was in the original preview of the season, and it made it look more like Leanne's fault when it was happening. Because mm-hmm. we only knew as Deandra's yeah. the sweet girl. Sure, sure, sure. But Deandra did two things in this moment. And it almost reminds me of, like, oh, my God, the Jim Acosta thing. Um, but... Like, Deandra not only was, like, above Leanne and, like, pointed in her mm-hmm. face, um, when Leanne stood up, like, away from her, yeah, Deandra grabbed at her. <gasps> Very, like, Lisa Rinna grabbing at Kim mm-hmm. Richards. Yeah, yeah, and then that's when Carrie sort of stood, like, took the lead and, like, yeah. got Leanne out of there. Yeah. And Brandy was trying to bring her back in, but Leanne's weave was tired. Her weave, her, the panty liner on her underwear it was, was exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> and then I can't believe we're waking up the next morning to Brandy puking all night, her raw fish, and then we're going to a brewery. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah. I, she said the hair of the dog. Yeah. But the part when she was saying, how, asking the driver how far is the brewery, and then on the third time, like, doing a little Danish accent, had me dying as well. Brandy, like, I think... I think the trying to get as drunk as possible was ill-advised, but, like, she can be really, really fucking funny. Well, once they're at the brewery, Stephanie and Brandy are, like, Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> ordering Jerry's Hole. Jerry's and, like, Hole. And, <laughs> like, when they laugh, when it's the two of them, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> I had to re-look up Jimmy's name because I thought it'd be funnier if it was Jimmy's Hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then I was surprised that... Uh, I mean, obviously... Leanne and Cameron were, were going to go hang out with Deandra, but it was weird for Leanne and Cameron to show up at the brewery. Yeah. I felt off kilter when that happened. It just like, they didn't belong in either place. Yeah. Really. They should have gone to a, a third event. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they would do together. Find a charity event. But Deandra and Carrie are at the cooking and the cooking lesson. And they're, they don't seem to be l- learning yeah. Like, the the staff are just putting ingredients in front of them, and Deandra's screaming. And, like, the other thing was, like, when they were walking in, and I saw all of Deandra's hair about to go cook, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Let's get a little net in there. <laughs> it's like when we were at that place on Sunday, and, like, the guy was, like, not shirtless, but he was oh. wearing a tank top, and I was like, what about all that armpit hair? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so then we meet up with... Essentially, we're going to the rock show, right? The the Robin of our generation, <laughs> Eugenia, C- Camilla, Camila, and her husband, Camila. Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was kind of weird. So they must have had like pre scenes because like no Carrie and um the the, fam? the family because I thought it was kind of weird them just walking into this place and like owning it, owning it, and like oh hi yeah. She must have met up with them once before the. This party? Yeah. Especially if Carrie said the last time she saw her was when... They were eight. Camila was eight. No, I don't think they were eight. I think think they were the same age. No. No. Also, the part where they were like, oh yeah, we look alike. Like, we look alike. And I'm like, yeah, Carrie, you looked alike before you married a plastic surgeon. (gasps) 
Oh, sorry. Is that bad? <laughs> no, it's I not. think Carrie looks great, but I'm just saying. Facts are facts, America. Uh, I I want to say Camila is in her 20s. Stop calling her Camila like Camila Cabello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's going on here? Um, so, no. The best was like the Spawn Con of the Eugenia albums. And a holding just Eugenia Just them album. all holding the albums up. And then Brandy saying that she was going to frame it. <laughs> I mean, she's a fan. I think... Brandy doesn't know what a record is, so... She thinks it's a, she a thinks work of art. Just a work of art. Which it is, in a way. Yeah. Um, so then they go for that little nightcap at um, the hotel. And now Brandy can finally have her moment. <laughs> and I loved Leanne's point of being like, I'm not calling the adoption agency saying you're drunk. Yeah. So what are we talking about here? And, like, that could have gone worse, but she quickly apologized and moved on. But, yeah. I mean, she did She did say the words. Yeah, I know. Like, we got the clip. Yeah, we got the And then the clip. Cameron pretending that it didn't happen, too. Sorry. Although I could see things, like, going in one ear and out the other with Cameron. Oh, yeah, she doesn't know. Unless you say Jimmy, she doesn't Jimmy? know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we learn about Brandy's struggles. Yeah. That she's been drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah. Every night. Well, no, that's like, that was in the past, they said. Yeah, yeah. When things were rough. Like, when, like, seasons one and two. Pre-baby. Seasons one and two. Sure. Uh, but Leanne noticeably did roll her eyes when all the other women circled around Brandy to support her and tell, <laughs> tell her how brave she was. And that's part one of Copenhagen. Uh, Loved it. Okay, so this the week. Preview, but the preview for next week. Ugh. What's the preview? We see Mark and <gasps> Carrie splashing <gasps> around. Speaking of American Horror Story scenes, that was a horror. I actually want to know. I'm actually really interested to see what the whole drama is where Leanne was supposedly filming something next week. That's in the preview. I don't remember that. She was filming something involving oh, like Brandy and yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like them being drunk or something. Yeah. Okay. So how did things shake out for you this week? Oh, good question. Um, From worst okay. to best. And to be honest, they were all pretty good this week. Ooh. Um, I would say OC, Atlanta, um, Jersey, Dallas. Exactly. We are in tandem. Yeah. I mean, OC is just like, we've, it's been a slog this season. Yeah. Atlanta, um, because it's new and exciting, but it's just like too surface line. We haven't gotten into any storylines yet. Too foundational. Yeah. Jersey, because they're trying to give us something. Yeah. And it's working though. Keep Margaret away from my face. Um, and then Dallas just gave us one of its better episodes of the season. Yeah. I mean, this is the best episode since, uh, Beaver Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Freak of the week. I want your queen. Brendan, you take this freak because you are the freak for finding this to begin with. Okay. So there's a story. There's a story. Of a man named Muhammad. <laughs> Hadid. Um, and... It's on DailyMail.com, and we're not going to go into depth in it because it's like kind of uh, salacious. Salacious. But Mohammed Hadid, you know him as the former husband of Yolanda Hadid, the father of Gigi, Bella, Anwar. Um, there's a story in the Daily Mail involving a young Polish woman, Mohammed Hadid, and a sex act involving a pierogi. So, 
you might be the freak of the week if you go to dailymail.com to go check it out. But that's on you. I, I, I wouldn't personally call you a freak. Dan, you would. Because I read the whole thing. I looked at the screenshots. I it's, just skimmed it and was nauseated. It's fun. Yeah. And that's all alleged. It, I don't know if it happened. Sure. Although there's screenshots, baby. <laughs> okay. The One True Queen. It's hard to imagine that since the last time we, we recorded this Come Through Queen podcast... Ariana released what looks like it's going to be her first number one billboard hit. Wild. Thank You Next. It feels like Thank You Next has been in our life for... Ever. Forever. Like, longer than Sweeter's been in our life. She strangely released a video for Breathe In this week while everyone's talking about Thank You Next. Well, because Thank You Next was like a breakup song. It was a little treat. Yeah. It's like a special. Um, yeah, so let me like Ari's... I mean, we should go count the times Ari's been our one true queen because it's probably mm-hmm. been a lot. But we love you, Ari. Yeah. And we love you too, guys. Oh my God. Thanks for tuning in. Scary. <laughs> um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. Leave a review. Only um, if it's nice. No, you can leave a mean review. We'll learn from it. Oh, sure, sure. Grow. <laughs> That's what we call growth. Right? Even though, like, I didn't grow. Okay. Uh, you can go to comethroughqueen.com slash store for some merch. The first round of merch has hit the streets at this point. We got models in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some happy customers, hopefully. And... That could be you too. Speaking of the Facebook group, you should go find it, join it. Um, you have to add your voting sticker in order to not be kicked out. JK. Um, then go follow um, Dan on Twitter at IDK, IDK. Follow me at not Brendan. Sure. And call us at 71747-FREAK. We haven't heard from you in a while. So give us a call. Cool. Like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Come through, Queen. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.